Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The winner of Big Brother 2020. This is the hardest decision I've ever had to make. My heart belongs with someone else. You come to my beach, eh? Your game's done. Welcome to another episode of Reality Is. Now, here's your hosts, Liz and Shane. Welcome to the first episode of Reality Is. This is a podcast where you can share your horrendous audition experiences with us. But more than that, it's a chat about how to improve your chances of being cast in one of the most sought-after places on reality TV. We're talking Survivor. The, the Bachelor. Bachelor. <laughs> Married at first sight. We'll even give you tips on how to be selected on who wants to be a millionaire because, hey, who doesn't want to be a millionaire? Mm-hmm. Uh, just ask me. I do the lotto. I make millionaires <laughs> every week. <laughs> I am Liz Cantor. As you just heard, I am the lotto presenter here in Australia, but I'm also a two-time reality TV show winner. I won The Mole back in 2005 and I won international survival show Livingstone in 2016. Shane, when you auditioned for Big Brother, how many people were you pitted up against? I think there was about 58,000 that went for the Big Brother series of 2020. So, yeah, it was a lot. You didn't win it. No. But Australia (laughs) fell in love with you and you survived COVID in the house. I did. I did. I was very lucky to survive COVID in the house. (laughs) And we're going to speak to the 2020 Big Brother winner, Chad, today. Yes, we are. Get his tips on how he got cast on the return of Big Brother. Shane, when I was auditioning for the mole, one of the casting exercises was to tell everyone in the room one truth and one lie and then reveal which was which. Mm -hmm. So hit me with it and our listeners, tell us one truth and one lie about yourself. For me, personally, um, okay, I used to be a country singer. Many people know that. And I also was uh, a DJ in a strip club. Not many people know that either, so... Well, I know you went in a strip club and you left it at... Oh, my God. Okay, so you need to listen to this next bit. I'm just going to jump straight into it. I can still remember what I said when I was cast for the mole. My truth and my lie were I spent part of my childhood living in Africa. Mm-hmm. I was a competitive surfer. Okay. You know the truth because you've know. known me for a very long time. I do. But the room had to kind of vote for which one they thought was like a lie or a truth and yep. it was quite split. Yeah. Um, and the casting directors watched for that reaction, like who could sell a lie. Um, but more than that, every casting director will throw all these sort of games at you and it's not just about playing games, it's also there's always a psychology behind the task. So with that game, tell a truth and tell a lie, most people when put on the spot will come up with a lie 
that they wish was true. <laughs> and for me, that was true. Like I, I always had a fascination with living in Africa. So have you always had a fascination with being a DJ in a strip, strip club? I was a DJ in a strip club. I Shut was. up. That was the truth. <laughs> that was the truth. Are you <laughs> no, it's dead set serious. Service paradise. You were a country singer? No, I wasn't. I want to be a country singer. That's yeah. That's, oh that's my why. God. And that is why you were cast on me, brother, because I thought I knew you. And you just no. fully fooled me. Did your mind just blow out of your yes. head? Yes. Yeah. So it, have you always wanted to be a country singer? Yeah, I like country so singing. the game works. Music. Yeah. People will think of a lie that they wish was true. So the yeah. casting directors aren't only seeing who can convince somebody of something that isn't true, yeah. but also in their psychology – who they want to be. Yeah, deep down, I want to be a country singer. And deep down, I really wanted to live in an Africa. <laughs> there we go. But I was looking for a surfer. Yeah, well, I was a DJ script club. Oh, my mind is blown. There you go, there everyone. You go. Everything you say in a casting counts, remember that. We are going to try and give you all our tips to score a spot on one of Australia's most popular reality TV shows. So, Shane... Let's get stuck into it. Let's introduce today's guest. We've gone straight for the winner of one of the most successful comebacks in reality TV. Our first guest today has been splashed all over all sorts of media from TV, radio, the front cover of magazines, especially this year, as he was the winner of this year's Big Brother 2020, Mr. Chad Hurst. But before becoming a household name, Chad grew up in very humble beginnings with mum and dad and brother in a place he loves to call C-Town. Campbelltown in Western Sydney. Chad had no real head start in life and everything he's achieved, he's done with hard work and perseverance. So starting off as a tradie, working on the roofs of many houses throughout the Sydney region, then working as a personal trainer on the side, he became very fit. And as he was a very, very unattractive man, he decided to try his hand at modelling. As first-time models do, they run around Sydney going to different castings, trying to get their contracts and to launch them into the stratosphere of their career. Eventually, after losing all the beefcake muscle and shredding down, he was awarded an international modelling contract, which saw him grace the covers of Vogue, hitting the Milan runways, and all the trimmings that come with being an international male model. After a stint in Europe and the US, Chad returned home to start up his personal training business when he heard that his family's favourite TV show, in particular his father's, who he unfortunately lost last year, was coming back, he knew he had to apply. And the rest is history. The winner is Chad. I give to you Chad Hurst, Big Brother 2020 winner. Before you auditioned for Big Brother, you were working as a personal trainer. Did that allow you kind of to make your own hours and actually get to the auditions in the first place? Uh, yeah, you think that you do your own hours, but really you've got to keep, you've got to keep grinding to make money. So you're still in that gym uh, like 14-hour days. But you get to pick and choose. It's just it's just a headache when you when you go for the audition. Um, you know, if, if I move clients and I have to try and reschedule them for the next week, and it's a bloody nightmare because it's like a direct debit that the gym was doing, so then I have to catch up on different sessions and stuff like that. So that was that was a nightmare, and you know, and everything was kind of last minute, so that threw me right off. And they kind of do that on purpose, give you the last minute phone calls, because they have so oh. many people competing for the spot that if you make it difficult for them, they'll just move on to the next one, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I feel like they have their mindset on 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 like a particular person, and then they put them in like categories of uh, these. We're going to choose one out of this like kind of 
group of people. So yeah, you've got to be switched on all the time. Absolutely. Okay, let's take a step backwards. How did you find out about the casting for Big Brother and that the show was coming back? And what were your thoughts? The first time I heard about it was, ah, uh, gosh, this was before they were casting. I did hear about it and I think I was overseas or, or something. I did see it and I just lost my marbles. I was like, no way. I, I was straight onto it. Um, and, and then like a few months later or whatever, the, um, the agency told, asked me to uh, like tell me about it. So I was just like, yeah, this is perfect. I was so happy. So you hadn't actually auditioned for the show before. This was your first time? Yeah, yeah. Talk me through the audition experience. The nerves. Um, what did you wear? What did you have for breakfast? <laughs> did you have a cup of coffee or did you try and calm yourself down? Um, just a lot of questions. <laughs> a lot of questions. Yeah. And it's just like you can't prep for it. That's, just, that's what I think. You just can't prep for it. You, I think your better impulse reactions is how you get through things. If you try and prep for it, then... You're going to overthink it. You're going to stutter. You're going to stuff up. But that's why you just you just know when to for the interview and then just like, yeah, impulse reactions and just go answer the question straight away, I guess. I have this theory. I was once told that if you go in wearing anything too busy or with patterns or the casting directors are seeing so many people uh, that it's actually easier for them to remember someone in solid block colours or in not-too-busy outfits. So when I cast for The Mole, I was wearing a plain green T-shirt. Shane, what were you wearing? I was wearing a Matt Huey shirt, <laughs> as I usually do. Coloured or coloured? Coloured. Were you wearing a colour, Chad? Yeah. Is my theory right? No, actually, I do, I do remember what I was wearing now, black on black on black. So I was actually I was working, doing some, what do you call it, digis for the agency. So I was wearing that outfit, like when you do castings and stuff like that. In the modern game, you just wear black on black. That's what they, they usually, the brands tell you to wear. So we all kind of like look similar, I guess. So I was wearing that. That's what I was wearing. I remember now. That's really interesting. Emmy because nice. Emmy nice. <laughs> Again, it doesn't distract the eye too much. So rather than looking at your outfit and going, I don't like that shirt or I do like that shirt, they're actually listening and looking at your face and you're more memorable. Saying I do like that face. Because it's a very likable fact, let's be honest. (laughs) Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, so we've asked what you were wearing. You know what you had for breakfast today. I mean, on the day of casting. Is there anything you avoided on your way to the casting? And were you nervous? Uh, no, I'm ner- I'm actually, I wasn't nervous at all. Uh, I didn't even really think about it, to be honest. I was just, just carried on doing the usual day. That's, that's how I... That's, that's how I do kind of like castings and stuff like that, I guess. You just can't, you can't overthink it. So, yeah, would have just had me brekkie, jump in the car and go. wasn't really nervous at all. I was actually more excited to have a chat because um, I'm interested to see how, how, how everything goes in, you know, in the reality casting world because I've never, I've never gone down that road before. So I was, I was interested to see how it all works out, like how they do things. And I guess you were very lucky because you were coming from a background where you have had audition and casting experience through your work as a model. So I guess that would have given you a step up. Did you notice you could tell those in the room that were more comfortable than others? Oh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I was used to it because like, modelling games, 90, 98% rejection. So it's real cutthroat. <laughs> you know, you go to a casting with just 200, 200 guys and they choose one person. And that's what I've been doing for the past six years. So, yeah, that's where you just know like you just – you can't overthink things. You can't get too excited. You just got to do it. If you get, if it's a no, it's a no. Move on. <laughs> so just remember that, people. Don't take it personally if this is the twentieth time you're auditioning for Big Brother. Yeah. You've still got like what is it? <laughs> another twenty yeah. rejections to make ninety-eight percent. I've exactly. math has never been my forte. Was Shane in any of your auditions? Nah, nah. Shane was there. He's probably out in the sunshine up Queensland somewhere, kicking back. I don't know where he was, but didn't see him. <laughs> That's how we roll. What can I say? Was there lucky anyone? We, we wouldn't have got in. We all went to the pub or something like that. <laughs> was there anyone in your audition that made it to the show that you remembered from the audition? Uh, no, no. I don't know anyone, no. I, yeah, mine was a little bit late. I was a late comer um, doing things. So I was very, very late. They, I pretty sure what happened was they already found their cast already so and I was kind of like the last person or second last person chosen so yeah I was, I was, a, I was the, uh, the alien of the group <laughs> Talk me through what happened when you turned up, you walk into a room are there other people in the room, other contestants is it one on one with a producer or a casting agent, a director set the scene for us Yeah mine was mine was uh, through I, had, I think like two or three uh videos and then I had to go in for a casting as well um, and it was yeah all the producers and stuff like that I don't I think it was just all yeah the company running the show um, yeah I was just talking to a whole different bunch of people so just question up question up question and then yeah that's how that's how things went I, and I and you know and that's when I kind of thought oh maybe I'm going to be intruder because I feel like I'm like probably the last one chosen out of the whole collection. And I was bloody right. I knew I was going to be a late comer to the house. I knew it. I knew it from the start. You weren't the latest, mate. I was. <laughs> yeah, you were the latest, yeah. 
Okay, let's just ask something for the Big Brother fans. Do you think that was a disadvantage, an advantage? What is it like coming in as an intruder? You go, Chad. Oh, hell yeah. It felt like a massive disadvantage. What do you reckon, Chad? It was tough. It was tough. Like I came in full last, so it was tough for me. I had to hit the ground running, try to make all these sort of relationships really, really super quick, um, which luckily enough I did with you in particular, but I felt as though I did that with everyone in the house really, really quickly, and that's... You know, to my own advantage, I got to stay that little bit longer. So most of the people that came in with me were voted out quite quickly, as you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I feel the same. Was, yeah, I, 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 I came in in a group of four and we kind of stuck together. Uh, but it was very intimidating, you know, because we came in like three days late. And there was already groups formed and it was just us four. And it was so clear, as soon as you walk in, you can just see the groups and you're just like, gosh. Yeah, all right, put, put some groundwork in. <laughs> that Daniel, yeah. he was a bit intimidating, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's bloody tall, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Chad, back to your interview. Are there any questions that you really remembered or you went home and you analysed your answers? Or, I mean, think about our listeners here. If you can give them any tips on preparing for an audition for Big Brother, what were they? What's your insight? What my advice to everyone is, it's just, like I've said it before, just don't overthink it, you know, just be who you are. Don't try and be someone else or what you think they would like because they're after personality and who you are. So if you're if you're a crazy bugger, then be a crazy bugger. If you're chilled, be chilled, you know. Don't try and, like, change at all. And don't prep too much, like, otherwise you're going to stuff up. I reckon just... Be who you are. That's it's as simple as that. That's what they want. They, it's, a, it's a reality show. They want real. They want authentic. Big Brother, there's no producers telling you what to do. It's all you inside the house. And that's what they want. So that's that's my best advice. Um, don't overthink things. I completely second that, everyone listening, because you can't maintain fakeness through an yeah. audition process, through the reality TV show. If you're trying to be more entertaining than you usually are in your everyday life, you burn out too quickly before the end of the casting. You burn out, out, yeah. Hell yeah. That's so true. Yeah, you definitely burn out, um, you know. Yeah, 100%. And, you, you, you know, your personality would crack. Um, yeah, you don't want that. You definitely don't want that, especially if you make it through the house and halfway through you just change into a different person. That's <laughs> like... You definitely can't <laughs> fake six weeks or eight weeks of being someone you're not in a in a house anyway. So, like Liz said, you'll burn out. Your your true colours will shine through eventually in a house like that, in an environment like that anyway. So, I don't even think yeah. you need to fake it though, because. What you need to understand as well, like you were saying, you felt like with Big Brother, they cast into categories and then they narrowed down those categories. I completely believe that they are looking for your girl next door. They are looking for your boring bloke. They are looking for yeah. the overtop. They are looking exactly for the bully. Right. So just yeah. be you yeah. and be in your category. Yep, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's so right. You know, was there like 20... 20 housemates and every single housemate not one of them are similar they are their own person and that's what they want um, which is why yeah you just nailed it you got, you got to be yourself because they're, they're looking for that you know they're looking exactly for that where were you when you received the phone call that you had uh, scored a spot on Big Brother 2020 I was in the street just thinking of I'm waiting for a call hopefully, hopefully it'll come through and I got home right and then I got the call and I was just so stoked. I went straight across to the bloody Charing Cross pub, had a few beers, 
you know, message shield the lads, like, come around, boys, it's on. <laughs> so the yeah, lads were the so, first pe- people you told? No, no, call me ma, call me ma first and told her and, and, and told the boys. <laughs> and how did you tell your friends and family? Oh, oh my God, <laughs> you could have seen his mug on, on the TV, like, cracking it out, it was like 20 other people. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, where were you when you got the phone call that you had been cast on Big Brother? I was um, sitting in front of the computer and Jade was behind me and I got the phone call and I just went, yep, yep. And then Jade looked at me and goes, who was that? And I said, I'm going on Big Brother 2020. And she just screamed and I screamed and then we all had a, a big hug and a kiss and then it was all like all hands on deck trying to try to format my life for the next three months. We basically yeah. juggle the kids, who's going to have them, get relatives involved. Yeah. Get, get everyone who's got in. the kids? Yeah. Got the <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Perhaps this is a good time to point out as well that on a lot of these reality TV shows, you aren't paid. I, on the mall, I was given a living expense, which just covered rent. Uh, did you guys yeah. get any payment during the experience? Yeah, you get a, you get a, you get a day rate, um, which which is, it wasn't actually too bad. So I was I was really happy with that. But um, yeah, that's a tough thing, I guess. Like if you're a, a tradie or whatever, or you know, in the office job, that it's hard to say to someone, "All right, I'm going to be away." for either two days or three months, you know, if you don't know. So it's like, <clears throat> if you can get, you know, 10 weeks off from work and take it because you just never bloody know. Like I, I, you know, I had beers ready for Chris to put them in the fridge after a week. So, and then I ended up staying there for seven weeks. So the beers got pretty warm. <laughs> When I was cast on the mall, I was actually working for a local radio station here on the Gold Coast, CFM, and I was driving their cruisers, you know, the chick that hangs, hands out all the chocolate milk and all, like, the freebies out the back of the car? Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. trying to get a foot in the door, and I got the phone call, and they, I think my last casting had been on the Friday, and the Saturday, the next day, I was driving the sea cruiser, and I got the phone call that I'd got a spot on the show and what they did to us back then they said can you return the contract within 24 hours if you agree to be on the show you leave on Monday so they didn't wow. give you much time to like be able to tell I guess there wasn't social media back then there was no Instagram there was no Facebook it was 2005 but they still didn't give you enough time to tell many people because they wanted to keep it yeah, really secretive yeah. before they sent you off so anyway I drove back to the office I won't drop any names here but um <laughs> she's gone on to be quite a successful singer I'll give you a little clue and I went into her office because she was my boss and I said oh um do you think I could have anywhere from uh, one to two weeks to three months off work and she said no way I said well I've been cast on this like prime time channel 7 reality tv show is there any possibility she's like no because it's you know a bit ruthless in radio and it was the first time in my life still to this day that I turned around and went well I quit (laughs) (laughs) I guess I quit I mean that goes against my whole work ethic because I am like I'm, I don't know, I've got Jewish blood. We work. We don't quit jobs. Yeah. But, yeah, I was like, there's just something in me that just went, I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How long did you take off? Well, I ended up being gone the three months. I was the winner of the mall. Look at you two, yeah. you pair of winners, hey? I'm, I'm going to say this pretty much every episode of this whole podcast series, but, Chad, I'm yet to lose a reality show. So you get one more under your belt and then we'll be on par. See I want another go. one overseas. Right. Right. I'll hold it to you. I'll hold it to you. I'm never going on you another one gone. again because I don't want to <laughs> I could not win one. <laughs> Ryan really wants to put me on Survivor so he can just see me completely. I reckon you'll go all right. No, I, I, 
Oh, I'd be terrible. So I would like, I'd be knocked off my perch for sure. I don't do not eating very well. So Liz is two and yeah. O for reality <laughs> TV shows. I'm O and two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put you on another one. Step up the game. Chad, highlight of your experience. It could be a highlight of the casting or a highlight of being on the show. Because really when you're living it in yourself, it's not just the show. It's the whole way to go. Well, I think the highlight that really got me, uh, oh, there's a couple of good times. But that's a hard question because there, there's so many things. But I think one of the highlights was that feeling of winning that last challenge and knowing if I've made it through and then the ball was in my court, what to do. Um, it was a very proud feeling, you know, so that was a huge highlight for me. Uh, like just to know that I, I did it, I got that fast. So that was like, you know, that was, that was big kick in the dick. Yeah, like, that was good. <laughs> that was a massive highlight. Did he say kick in the dick? <laughs> yeah. He likes yeah, it. Like, it's like a slap in the <laughs> face. Excited. I did it. <laughs> slap, in the, slap in the face. I prefer, prefer that saying, I've got to be honest. Um, when you got crowned the winner, did you have an out-of-body experience? Because I kind of did. So for me, when we were behind doors, there was – me and Craig, the final two. Well, me, Craig, and John. John was the mole. Craig and I were the final two contestants. And Tom Williams, who was hosting season five of The Mole, said, could the winner now please open their door? And at that point, I had to open a door handle and see if my door would open because the winner's door would open. Oh, and as I went right, to open the cool. door handle, my heart rate went bonkers. I went oh. really hot. I started to see stars. And I just remember thinking holy shit, I'm going to faint before I can open this hand, like before I can touch this handle. And like I remember like just kind of not even being present to open the handle and stepping through and um, everything was just kind of a blur. Was it that way for you? Yeah, 100 miles an hour. Yeah, that's it. Well, I dropped the F-bomb on live TV. <laughs> you did before, a couple so. of times actually. Yeah, yeah. So like Chad, Sonia read out Chad and I just went, just dropped the F-bomb. I couldn't, yeah, just. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't even there. I was just like out of body experience, like you said. Everything was just 100 miles an hour. Trying to get Ma to talk for me, but she couldn't talk. I was about to grab the mic, mate. (laughs) I just could imagine you falling through the door and fainting through the door and the mole when you would have walked through there. That would have been all time funny. (laughs) All time funny. It it was so close to happening, and that's what's not funny about that situation. So, and then on the other show, uh, which was called Livingstone, it was uh, basically a survival show that was shot um, by a Norwegian company that created the format of Survivor. And they had five couples from around the world. And me and my husband uh, got cast to be the Australian couple. And when we won, we won under circumstances that we really had absolutely no chance of winning. But the people who should have won, they had a final challenge where they used up all their bean bags before landing three bean bags on three poles. And so we were like 20 minutes behind them, but then we could take all the time in the world to land our bean bags. And we landed all three bean bags and Ryan didn't think, and he tackled me in excitement when I landed the third bean bag, because that meant that we were the winners of the show and nearly knocked me out because I landed head backwards on the dirt. (laughs) And I was like, not again. Are you serious? I'm not going to be present for this second win. I was like seeing stars. I'm like, oh. (laughs) Behind the scenes secrets, Chad. I mean, COVID. That's all I could think when I found out that the Big Brother contestants were experiencing COVID in that situation. I thought they're going to think they're being punked. They're going to think that this is some part of the game. 
Like we're not believing it on the outside. How can they believe leave it in the inside? Yeah, it was like yeah, you know, everyone had their speculations. Everyone was saying different things, and like you know, um, I remember the producers telling me that everyone was freaking out in the house, and when we got told about COVID, and then all, all I remember was asking, "Is Coachella still on?" <laughs> <laughs> so that that was the first question after. for many people. <laughs> Yeah, that was the first question I asked, and the producers had a good laugh about that after the show. They were telling me they had a laugh about that. So everyone was freaking out. Because I, I spoke to mum. I was like, oh, yeah, we had a phone call home, and, you know, mum's pretty black and white. She's like, oh, no, you'll be all right, Chatty. Just just chill. So then I asked the big brother. I said, you know, is Coachella still on? Um, it wasn't. Obviously, got shut down. So that's when I got gutted. I was pretty sad after that. But did when they said to you, no, Coachella's not on this year, like, did that feel real? Yeah, that's when I was like... This is a big deal. That's when it really, yeah, that hit home. Um, and I was, I was also worried about my job over overseas. I lost that. So I lost I lost my American visa, which took me like, you know, two and a half years to get. So I lost that too. Um, I was thinking about that inside. I'm like, oh God, I'm going to go out to no work, which is what happened. Came out outside of the house to no job. So yeah, it was all pretty surreal. You're like, shit, go to lockdown inside the house straight back to lockdown when you get out because that's when you want to to stage four or something like that so it was a bloody spin out oh in all seriousness it has been an extreme year i'm so sorry to hear that but hopefully you know those green cards surely big brother winners got to help out a bit when times change <laughs> yeah well you know i had the a1 so I was, I was in the renewing process it would have been like it's a six-year one and you go for a green card whenever and i freaking lost it so i got oh. to reply again once uh you know let's see how we hope what the election does over there, if Trump gets out and I've got a chance, he's in, then I guess I'm still stuck here, but it's <laughs> not bad to be here, is it? <laughs> oh, my God. Democracy is on the ballot. America, please vote. <laughs> okay, this is not a political podcast. Chad, we have faith that yeah, we're going to see you everywhere now. in the next couple of years. <laughs> Your final casting tips to our listeners. Final casting tips, buddy. All right, have a few beers beforehand. <laughs> Just relax. You know, that's it. Just relax and be yourself. That that's all I've got to say. Like, just be yourself. Don't stress. Just go. Don't study questions. Um, but have stick to your game plan. Have your game plan and just stick to it. But don't be anyone else. That's like that's that's just my tip. Just relax. Yeah. Chad, would you do it all over again? Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> if you would ask me this, I was inside the house. I'd say, hell no. Like, get me out of this bloody house. I was struggling that last week. I, I was like. Wanted to pull with a pen. I, I, I remember going into the diary room saying, oh, big brother, I'm, I'm cracking, I'm cracking. There's so much drama in this house. Me and the lads never have any drama, uh, but there's so much drama in here and I'm about to crack. So if you would have asked me in the house, I would have said no. But out now, outside, I was like, yeah, definitely I'll be going to crack again. <laughs> Chad, thank you so much for being our first guest Yay. on the Reality Is podcast. Yeah. We're really, yeah. really grateful for your time. We're very humble just starting out no because, worries. you know, 2020, we don't really have jobs either. No, I don't have a job. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I still do for the job. moment. <laughs> this is my job at the moment. Yes, the bum line. Thank you, Chad. Thanks, Chaddy. Hello, Chad. If you are enjoying listening to our show, we are a brand new podcast. Please share us with your friends and your family. Write us a review. We'd love your feedback so we can keep improving this for you weekly. And hit us a line at www.realityispodcast.com.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.